And we are back. Welcome to Torsky Tuesdays. I'm your host, Hanani Abraham. We are recording episode 48. We are up to step 5 on page 137 in spirituality and happiness and the human spirit. The spirituality of becoming the best we can be through the happiness and the human spirit by Dr. Abraham J. Torsky. And I know it's been five days since I last posted. We are going to do step 5 today. It's a little bit of a short one. And then we will hopefully later on today be able to record more. So I will record step six today as well, God willing. So getting right into it. Well, actually before that, I just wanted uh, a word for the feedback I've been getting over the past two weeks through the holiday of Passover. Uh, Some really good feedback. I really appreciate everyone that has reached out via email at koshercounseling at gmail.com. Any questions that people have had? regarding happiness, regarding how to go about decision-making and stuff like that. It's been really cool to see different people from around the world email, and I try to get back to them within 48 hours, where I say two to three business days, and hopefully that will just continue as time goes on over here. But as this podcast gets a little bigger, as we just hit our 3,000th download, I think it's really cool that um, this is really turning into something that hopefully can really be something where we can all learn and grow together. And I'm taking ideas for our next book as we are almost done over here. Uh, as we finish the the 10 steps, we have maybe another 10 pages left to this book. Amazing. So I have some ideas, but if anyone has any specific ideas regarding the next uh, Torsky book that we should do, please email me. Again, that's uh, koshercounseling at gmail.com. So getting back to step five over here. Some people are under the impression that spirituality detracts from enjoyment of life. Nothing could be further from the truth. There are a myriad ways, excuse me, myriad ways you can have an enjoyable spiritual experience. The purpose of step five is not only to identify what you might do to experience more pleasure, but also how to carry it out. In case you need a little little inspiration, here are a few suggestions, says Dr. Torsky. Go to a forest and look up at all the trees that seem to touch the sky. Ponder the majesty of the trees. How do they get that way? You might think about the marvels of God's creation. Or you might think about the intricate changes that occurred many centuries ago to bring the trees into existence. Now this book in general is something that we've stayed away from. In general is talking about... God and the existence of God, and I think for those that might have that question, and who is God, and why is he doing certain things to me, I think that's a separate discussion we should have. This book is under the impression that, while God is very much a part of this, spirituality is a separate thing, but at the same time, the concept of God is very prevalent and should be important for a person that is striving higher for the concept of happiness that we're talking about here. But again, it's not the focal point. And I don't think if there's someone out there listening to this that is questioning their belief in God, I still think they can listen to what we're saying over here and put in the words higher power instead of God. But we're going to read what the book says. and He's using the word God, something that I am a believer in myself. But just because you might not be or might question, it doesn't mean that you can't put in the words higher power into it. So, going back to the book over here. How do the trees get that way? You might think that the marvels of God, of God's creation. Or you might think about the intricate changes that occurred many centuries ago to bring these trees into existence. 
He gives another example of here. Go to the planetarium and enjoy the show. Think about the billions of stars out there in, in galaxies that are millions of light years away. Do you know how much a light year is? A light year is? Light travels at 186,000 miles per second. The nearest star to Earth is four light years away, which means that it is 20 trillion, 878 billion miles away. This number is so great that it is practically meaningless because we have no experience with distances like that, like this. The closest that we can ever come to think about something like this uh, in a tangible way is there is a movie that came out a few years ago. I think it's called Mars and Self. Or um, the, it's called The uh, Martian. I remember that. It's with um, Matt Damon talking about being on Mars and getting stuck there by mistake. And how it would be three years away from being able to get to anyone. And, you know, or anyone coming, uh, coming to get him. That's three years and that's Mars, which is closer than some of the suns. So let's put it into perspective. Imagine traveling somewhere. You know, I've, I've taken, I've, I'm sure we've all taken family vacations in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's on a plane, train, or, or, or bus, or car. And, you know, a short drive with a family could be two and a half hours. That feels like a millennium in itself. So imagine what it's like to, to be in a place where you're on the same ship for years and years and years just to get to the place. That's how far away it is. This number is so great that it's practically meaningless because we have no experience with distances like this, says Dr. Torsky. Now think of a galaxy that is a million times farther than that, and that's only part of the universe that our telescopes have been able to reach. Look through a microscope at the structure of a leaf. You probably see thousands of leaves every day without really seeing them, in quotations. Study the intricate structure of a leaf, and you'll realize that it is a greater marvel than the Golden Great Bridge. That is a spiritual experience. And it doesn't have to be something that you could go outside. If right now you're, you're driving in the car, you're going for a walk, put your hand by your ear where your headphones are. Put your hands on the wheel of the car. Just feel what it is that you have. And think about where it came from, and all the parts where they came from. And were the parts that made the parts where they came from? And, and see just for a second, trace it back from the leather in your car to the plastic on your headphones or the metal on your headphones and how a little speaker, whether it's Bluetooth or, or it's cable, you're in a position to see so much by having so little that your hand is rubbing on. Now imagine the rest of the world. Would just by picturing that, says Dr. Torsky, and being able to put that into perspective, that itself is spiritual. Help another person, he says. And this is going to be finishing up step six already. When you mow the lawn for your father, that's a spiritual act. Observing Mother's Day is a spiritual act. Although it is much more spiritual if you show gratitude to your mother the other 364 days as well. And that's something that I, you know, I grew, I, I've heard many times growing up between Mother's Day, Father's Day, Thanksgiving. Every day is Thanksgiving. Every day is Father's Day. But the concept of being able to show gratitude towards the person that raised you, um, whoever that may be, or to an older sibling on their birthday, or to a younger sibling, or to a spouse, just doing those things, that itself is spiritual. And like we talked about before, gratitude plays a very big part of this. Giving an extra attention to your children, or helping a friend in need, or lending a hand to a co-worker, these are all spiritual acts. If you are not in a position to help someone, 
empathizing with them is also considered a spiritual act, says Zagotorsky. People in distress may feel alone and abandoned. Just knowing that someone feels their distress can be comforting. And therefore, that is spiritual. Like he talked about before, just being there in the home after that mother lost a child. That goes so far and is so important. That's a very spiritual person. This is something that I found interesting, but I think I understand this. But anyone that has a better explanation can help me. I'd be greatly appreciated. Reading a history book can be your spiritual act. As you learn about the mighty Egyptian, Greek, and Roman empires, if you enjoy reading history, you are enjoying spirituality. So the way I sort of understand it is similar to what we were talking about before regarding the touching something and thinking about its origins. We think about where we are today and how the amazing land that I live in in America that has allowed migrant parents and grandparents and great-grandparents to come here to Ellis Island and beyond to be put in a position to have, of a land of opportunity, which it still is for everybody. That is something that when you look at it that way and we have gratitude towards the place that brought us in, America, that is spiritual. Once, one person, says Dr. Torsky, told me that he contributes to a fund that gives children with fatal disease a chance to fulfill a, a wish. He has a little collection box in his bedroom, and for the first thing he does every morning is put a coin in the box. It makes me start my day right. That's amazing. Such a great idea. Just doing a small little act to say, hey, I'm giving back towards others. Doing something that's not about a selfish way of going about things. Not that a person shouldn't brush their teeth and they shouldn't have good hygiene or, or have things for themselves that they need. But doing things for others or putting your, your outer body experience, so to speak, that's very, very important. The world is full of things that you can enjoy in a spiritual way. In your journal, jot down some ideas of what you might do today, this week, or even this month. It is important to keep these activities manageable. That is not something that will require more time or money or effort than you can have to give. So it's not about donating a million dollars to charity. But it's, you know what, every day I'm going to put aside 50 cents, a quarter, or even a dollar if you're able to. Just to sort of say thank you and have gratitude towards the situation that you're in. If you can, maybe give some, some of your time. Even though the most important place to give your time is to your family. But let's say a person has the opportunity to do more than that. Maybe they should put themselves in a soup kitchen for an hour a week. If a person doesn't have money, doesn't mean they can't be spiritual. There are other things to do. Because as we said in the outset, it is important that you actually do it. What will bring you spiritual pleasure? And I'd love to hear from people as he ends this this step five over here. What will bring you spiritual pleasure? Hopefully, everyone has something that they can do. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at koshercounseling at gmail.com.